You know, I feel like we make jokes on this podcast about you getting spooked by just the most random thing. <laughs> but in this case, it makes a little bit more sense because we actually played a very spooky game. Yeah, I actually had an excuse to be spooked this time. Yeah, it wasn't just a menu popping up or some <laughs> something else that was very random. That way. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but yes, we played a spooky game together and I, I was did. very spooked. It was so spooky. My I'm goodness. Like, hey, how's it going? Some spooky stuff happening here, ain't it? Meanwhile, I was, I was just like, <laughs> There was one point where I was hiding completely under my blanket. I couldn't oh. see anything. <laughs> and I was like, if there are any button prompts, we're screwed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Lamy Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Ow and Ladium. Hello. This is episode, what did I say, 264, that's what I said, mm-hmm. of this very podcast. And we're going to talk about a spooky game that came out in the year 2020. I was almost going to say last year, but that's not true. It came out that's not true. like a year and a quarter ago, but in 2020... The Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope, the second Dark Pictures Anthology game, which I guess uh, we did not play the first one because allegedly there is a shark in this spooky ghost boat game, so that's Mm. automatically a no-go for us. Nope, no sharkies for me. So instead, we are going to dive into this one, which Mm -hmm. is more in line of just spooky small town horror. Featuring witches. And the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Which, uh, if you are unaware of what the Dark Pictures Anthology games are, they are the games that the developers of Until Dawn are making now, as they have like a deal with Bandai Namco to put these games out and everything. So this is their next big horror franchise that they're doing, and it's like a little anthology of games, of stories here and there. And I believe the one that's coming out this year is like the final game they're doing of like this first, I guess, season of games they're doing. Um, so if you played Until Dawn, it's basically very similar in that vein where it is, uh, there's a lot of narrative choice-based gameplay. Um, choices determine whether or not people die in your crew or not. And, you know, it's spooky. Too spooky. Too spooky for me. Uh, and then the other big thing they, they added in these games in particular that wasn't, like, in Until Dawn was that they basically added a multiplayer to these games because a lot of people kind of came out of playing until dawn would be like yeah i would just play this with my friends and we would just pass the controller along and you know make choices that way so they're like oh okay we'll we'll just add that in which there's like a local co-op version of it and also there's online co-op which does an interesting thing where like you are playing the same game obviously but you can go off into like different perspectives so Mm -hmm. like I will be over here as this character doing something, and I will be over here doing something else entirely as a du- another character and making choices and doing other stuff that I don't see at all. And we had to talk between our ourselves because there were some scenes that I didn't see that were actually plot relevant and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah, which I think is an interesting idea. It's like to do for like a game like this. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, spooky game. Except for when I was by myself, and then I'm like, I don't want to be by myself. I'm really scared. Yeah, yeah, you were not doing well. <laughs> Poor buddy. Oh no. 
So yeah, uh, what did, when did this game come out? October 30th, 2020. So the day before Halloween on in 2020. So that's a good time to put the game out. Mm-hmm. I would Makes say sense. as much. Let's talk a little bit about the development of this here video game. Okay. Uh, like I said, Little Hope is the second installment in the Dark Pictures Anthology series. Unlike Man of Madon, which was a modern-day story, Little Hope's story covers multiple timelines with a narrative jumping back and forth between the present and the past. The game features more supernatural elements when compared to its predecessor, and the team chose witchcraft as the game's main theme as they wanted to explore its root causes. Pete Samuels, the game's director, added that the team was intrigued by the greed, paranoia, and the fear of God which motivated people to commit heinous acts during that period. The team took inspirations from both the Silent Hill series and The Crucible, which is a play about the Salem Witch Trials that took place in the Massachusetts Bay Colony during 19, or 1692 and 1693, and could have happened in 1962 as well, knowing <laughs> yeah. this country. Uh, mean, McCarthy era yeah. was like in the 50s, right? Basically the same thing. Yeah. The game was also inspired by films including The Witch, The Blair Witch Project, Hellraiser, It Follows, The Omen, and Season of the Witch. That's a Nick Cage film, all right. <laughs> nice. Uh, Will Poulter was hired to voice and provide motion capture for Andrew, the game's lead character, which he is an actor. Actor. Oh, my actor. God. Can you imagine if, like, the fourth game and this, if they were to make a fourth game was just a Nicolas Cage-fronted game? I can already tell you that's not happening. It should happen. It should, though. Uh, like its predecessor, the game was designed to be replayable. The team also refined the gameplay after hearing feedback from players who complained about Man of Madon's gameplay. For instance, the player character can now walk faster. In addition, the team lowered the difficulty of the game's quick-time events, giving more time for the players to react, and it also removed the tank controls. Wait, that was walking faster? That was walking faster. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology was envisioned by Supermassive Games as a series of unrelated games which explores different themes and horror genres. The studio's plan was to release each installment every six months, though the target was this target was missed, obviously, because COVID happened. Yes. Uh, the game was first released... Or the, like this, the, the anthology was first re revealed, or this game was first revealed, when Man of Dawn launched in August 2019. The teaser trailer was included as a post-credit scene for the game. And then it was officially announced on April 14th, 2020, and was released on October 30th, 2020 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Which this game does the same thing, where they uh, give you a trailer for House of, House of Ashes at the very end of the game. Yep. So you get to see Ashley Tisdale be like, hey, what's up, I'm Ashley Tisdale. You get to see her twice. I In the Iraq War. Yep. That's something. <laughs> yep. You know, Maybe. I guess I guess High School Musical. You know, when she graduated, it just didn't didn't go well for. Her. <laughs> she had to go to war. Yeah, maybe, she had to go maybe to war. when that game gets cheap, we will play that and see what Ashley Tisdale's up to. All right, I'll be probably very spooked still. Very spooked, but then we'll be war heroes. Clearly, yay! <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a interesting game. Um, I knew a little bit about it because I'd seen like some people play it here and there. Mm -hmm. um, so I basically kind of knew it had like the small town horror story type dealio and it was like there was connections to the Salem witch trials and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And like there was like going back and forth between the 17th century and the present. So like I knew there was some of that elements, but I didn't know like a lot of like the the story and like the twists and turns and especially the, the main twist at the end. Yeah, that was, was wild. Something. Um there is a curator character that kind of tells you, I guess, all the stories. He's got a dump truck. He's got a dump truck. 
Um, <laughs> it's basically the same character that they had in Until Dawn, but not played by Peter Stormare, which was a much better option in Until Dawn than I think here. But this guy's got a dump truck, so... This dude, you were joking that he obviously does squats in between having to talk to us because, yeah. like, he was just like, look at my butt. It's real big. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I want to talk to you about Shakespeare. Let me talk to you about Shakespeare while you look at my big butt. How I met him once. Yep. He's a pretty cool guy. He was a dude. He sure was a fella. 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 So, yeah, um... This game, obviously, uh, like I said, takes place in multiple timelines, and the very beginning of the game places you in the early 70s, where 72? you're just like, yes, you uh, are with this family, and it's like, oh, this family kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, they were awful. All of them were awful. Yeah. And just like, bad things are happening. There's this little girl, the little daughter is just like, potentially possessed by something, and bad things happen. Yeah, so all of the kids are adopted. And um, the the parents are like, oh, no, our youngest adopted child is a mess. And um, also, I looked at her report card, and yeah, she was not doing very well. But I mean, I guess if you're possessed by a demon, maybe you're not going to pass Jim. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, as stepping on records, being called Bigfoot. Um, one being like coded racist. Yes. When he was like, "Oh yeah, you know that new age guy," and it's like, "Oh, she has a black boyfriend." Which I did not see that part. So you you brought that up, and I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Well, I didn't see that she had a black boyfriend. So yeah. You so you brought like, that up. You were like, oh, "Okay, that's a weird line, I guess." Mm. Like, oh boy, boy howdy. Boy howdy. Um, but yeah, I I. Went and lit a lit a match to make some tea. That was your first mistake. It's true. It's true. And Should um, lit that lit that tea up. I mean, what's his face? Anthony. Anthony mm-hmm. wanted some tea. Big mistake. I know. Good lord! Everything went to hell so fast, and I was just like. <laughs> Is this supposed to happen? Are we doing terrible things? Have we done something horribly wrong? Are we going to die and like fail at the very beginning of this game? What did we do? I mean, yes and no. <laughs> for the answers <laughs> to that. Because yes, we did fail and die and made everyone die. Except for one character. But then that's just kind of what happens. Yeah, but even then, like he, he also like ran into a fire. So It's a little rough. A little rough. Um yeah um i didn't expect that we had to brutally kill everyone in order to progress in the game yeah yikes a little bit of a yikes there yeah you you think you're gonna make tea for your family and then you know a a small doll gets placed next to the the burner and and the house is burned down your entire family's dead your your older brother's impaled on a fence and you're other your sister your older sister is either burned or hanged Mm -hmm. Uh, your dad Dad gets gets crushed crushed. your your mom dies of smoke inhalation and your sister is your little sister burned to death you're just sitting outside with a box of matches and somebody's like hey um (laughs) uh? 
Did you, uh, did you set that fire, sir? He's like, oh, no, I need to go into this fire. Running into the fire now. Goodbye. I was like, oh, my God. Which we talked about it. Never, ever, 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 ever get a spiky fence. It's true. It's what happened in, like, the Virgin Suicides, too. You never get a spiky fence. <laughs> what? I, look, I would not have expected a Virgin Suicides reference in 2022, so. I mean, this is what happened. You're not wrong. You never get a spiky fence. I wasn't also, that. it's me. Yes, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> so there you go. Never, never. If you if you're going out house shopping and it has a spiky fence, just turn around, and walk away. Turn around, and walk away, or you know, immediately have it removed, like the day before you move in. Even no, just turn around, and walk away. Don't even risk it. That's fair. That's fair. And I think it's just a, a big, big risk. What if you're removing it and you trip and fall and you just impale yourself? It's true. Pay somebody else to do it, but then they're gonna trip and fall and impale themselves and haunt you forever so yeah just turn around turn around walk away don't walk turn into the fire <laughs> yes yeah, so also yeah. don't walk into a fire yeah that was an awful way to start a game it was like yeah. everybody died um, in horrible okay. ways uh in the present there's a bus driver taking some students they get detoured and have to go into the town of little hope and then the mm -hmm. bus crashes yeah, well, there's a little girl on the road. Little girl shows up on the road and the bus crashes. And yeah. then all the students pop out of the bus and they're like, well, there's no bus driver here. Also, we need to find help because, oh, God, the bus crashed. Yeah. None of our phones are working. It's all bad. So we have our yeah. main titular characters of Andrew, who has gotten concussion and doesn't remember anything. He's an amnesiac. Angela is the old lady student she's the returning student who is older mm -hmm. taylor is the the young punky kid mm -hmm. daniel's the jog with the the spikes collar pop collar excuse me ever since he can't remember he's been popping his collar thank you and and they're kind of like maybe dating yeah and then john's the professor also they amazingly look so much like the people that you were just dealing with uh, what a strange coinky dink very strange so they uh they basically have to go into this town of Little Hope, or like try and find it and everything. Also, there's this weird fog that keeps like directing them into the town, and like if you go into the fog, it'll just warp you back out. Yep. Or back the way you were coming. So like you have to go in a specific direction at all times, and then just, just like weird spooky things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> Very spooky. It was very spooky. Poor Al, getting very spooked. Oh my god, it was so spooky. And then, like, at one point, you, like, left on a different path, and I was like, no, I want to come with you, and, <laughs> like, I couldn't come with you, and it was just upsetting. <laughs> so I basically was, like, I would stick next to you at all times just to make sure you were okay. <laughs> well, and then we like went to the little like side path where there was like the circle of stones and then the doll and then she like jumped at us. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, like little, little demonic versions of these characters just like grab you and pull you into like 1692. Yeah, so you could basically time travel to the witch trials that were happening in Little Hope as well and along the way you start to see a lot of the doppelgangers that look like all of the characters there and basically a lot of bad things happen to those doppelgangers where they get accused of being witches and just brutally murdered 
Mm-hmm. It's not good. Mm-mm. No bueno. And the whole time you have to basically kind of figure out, okay, is this little kid that keeps popping up, Is are they the reason why they, this the whole thing's happening? Or is it something else entirely? You know, what's exactly going on in this town, especially like back in the day? How are we going to prevent everything from happening? How are we going to escape this town and everything? It's a whole mess. You run into this one guy in the bar. Mm-hmm. Who just seems, like, out of it, and, like, you're just very confused about what's happening with him. Yeah. He's drinking. He's drinking. But there's no one in the bar as well. It's just him by himself. It's like a broken down bar. Yeah. It's kind of depressing, really. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. The whole time you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. Spooky times. So spooky. My goodness, is it spooky? Too spooky. Too spooky. Uh, and then things take a turn for the bad when, like, these weird demonic things start attacking everyone. Mm-hmm. And you're just and like, whoa. They're based off of the way that the doppelgangers died. So, like, uh, we see pretty early on that Angela's doppelganger, Amy? I don't remember her name. Um, she... She's accused of witchcraft by by Mary mm-hmm. and um, is like chained up and thrown into a river and drowns. Yes. Um, and so like the creepy monster is just like this black oozy critter that's in chains and like crawling around and it's like Ugh. comes out of the water and all that. Yeah. And you yeah. told me early you saw it and I was like, I did. Oh, I didn't um, see that at all. Yeah, so, like, there's little, like, collectibles that are scattered throughout the game that give you, like, premonitions of, like, oh, here's something that could potentially happen later in the game. And one of them was, like, oh, there's a weird chained-up person coming out of the water. Well, also, you saw think, it also when Yeah, you there was were, also, like, talking. a cutscene of just, like, something's coming out of the water. That's weird. All right, gotta go. And I didn't get that cutscene, and it just looked like you were awkwardly standing with Andrew, and I was like, what is <laughs> happening right now? Oh, we're just having a little chat. You, you weren't even talking. You were just standing next to him. We were telepathically chatting. Mm, I see. So yeah, that thing's bad. Real bad. It's coming after us. And then you left me to die. I didn't leave you to die. (laughs) You lived. Ultimately, I did live, but you were just like, I don't want to go in there. Okay, I guess I'm going in there. (laughs) I was scared. You're like, I'm scared. I don't want to go. I was scared. I picked up your glasses. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for thanks for getting those, but they were broke. <laughs> yeah, I did my best, but I was scared. You were very scared. <laughs> I didn't want to go in after that thing. It was gonna get me. There was a like we had to play this in two ses- two sessions. <laughs> yep, we did. Uh, because at one point Al was like, "Yo, I don't think I can play this anymore." <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> she was so spooked. I just didn't, I didn't think I was going to, like, actually sleep if we kept going. And, like, I was so, like, wired up from it. I'm like, oh, my God, I feel anxious. Like, I, I, bleh. So, yeah, like, we probably could have beat it in one session if I had not chickened out. Which, the second half of the game that we played through, you were much better. Was I? You were not as, like, spooked the entire time as you were the first time through. 
Like, you still had moments of, like, you were getting scared, but, like, it wasn't as bad as the first time. Was it hiding under the blanket? No, you were, you were, I mean, there was a lot of, I think we had, like, more just, like, action-y bits to do in the second half, so I think that kind of helped. That makes sense. So you're able to kind of, like, focus on different things than just being like, oh, no, scared, 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 scared. Yeah, I guess it is a bit story-heavy in the front end of it, and then. And also, we back. didn't have, like, as much to do. Yeah, 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 I think that's probably a big part of it. But I definitely remember screaming a few times in the second <laughs> part of us playing. Blah. 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 I, I mean, the thing is, you're used to me being scared. So, like, mm -hmm. me screeching in your ear is not, like, the worst thing that could happen to you at this point. Like, no. you you're, you know what's going on. I'm aware um, of the... the... I'm aware of what 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 comes when you're playing a spooky game with Al. Easily scared gal. Or anything that could remotely spook Al. Yeah. Which is a menu. A menu. I'm never gonna live that one down. No, you're not. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I just get so easily scared, and this was spooky. Um, but you didn't have you didn't have to deal with like. I wasn't screaming into a mic or anything, so it wasn't like concentrated screaming at you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there was a lot of screaming, and also, like I said, I completely hid beneath Josuke at one point, and was just like <laughs> listening to them talking, and decided like, oh god, if we have a button prompt, I am so screwed. <laughs> we're dead. Yeah, we're super dead because I was completely behind Josuke blanket. <laughs> Like, please protect me. Cats are probably looking at you like, what are you doing? Probably. What is wrong with you? Well, Maxwell knows, but... Maxwell's just used to it. Game Boy would be like, what is going on with her? Why does she keep screaming at the TV? Why is she making so much noise and now hiding? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening over here? To be fair, there are lots of jump scares. Mm-hmm. With the little grabbies into the past moments. Yes. And I don't like that. Because they go, ah! They do. They just grab you into the past like, Wah! but they've got like creepy demonic faces when they do it. Ah, I'm going to eat you up. Ah. They didn't have to have demonic faces. They could have just had normal faces. They didn't have demonic faces in 1692. I mean, if you, even if it was not a demonic face, you still would have been very scared. You're not wrong. <laughs> But the demonic faces didn't help. True. Um, but yeah, so we, we keep seeing the witch trials go down and people dying in horrific ways. And, mm -hmm. and uh, coming so. back to haunt us in the present. Yeah, so Angela has her, her weird chained up muddy monster friend. Um, actually, Taylor. Taylor's is dependent on what you pick. Oh, interesting. I looked that up. Um, so if you tell her to like go back inside, then um, she ends up burning to death in the first part, and so she gets burned at the stake. Hmm. Um. So she's like a burned at the stake thing tied to like a tree that right. comes after you. Um. But we picked, but we, I mean me, um, that you were gonna go down the um. What's that called? Yeah, the. It's not a storm drain. It's a gutter. Yeah, like a gutter that goes down the house. 
Yeah, I was like, go down that, and nope, I slipped. Nope. And... Uh, ended up getting hanged and breaking your neck, and yep. so um, the witch version of her, which in quotations, ends up getting hanged, and so her demon monster that comes after us is like a hanged lady with a noose that like attacks with her tongue. Yeah, she just hangs out all the time. She's just hanging. She's fine. Yeah. Uh, Daniels is reminiscent to falling off of the house and getting impaled by a bunch of spiked fences because that's what happens to him in the past as well. Yeah, yeah. He falls and gets impaled by spikes again. Outside of the church. The demon version of him just has a bunch of like impaled spikes in him that he'll just come at you and just try and stab you. Little pokey. Go stabby sabby. Um, Um... And also, then, like, I don't think that's a really valid way to kill a witch is, is by, like, pushing them off of the church roof onto a spike. Well, I think they no. weren't trying to get aim for the spikes. I think they were just trying to splat them. Oh, okay. And the spikes were just an added bonus. I still don't think that was, like, an approved method of getting rid of witches, but you no, know what? No, but, like... There's a lot of going on in this town. Yeah, I don't think they were going by the book here. <laughs> They were not going by the Bible anyway. No, there were some uh, additions to the the Bible that that <laughs> Reverend was holding. Few additions. Few Man, additions. that re- Reverend was a butthole the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then John's that we see it like at the very end of the game is like he gets crushed in the the past. Mm-hmm. So like his is just like some weird. They just like crawls at you but like the limbs are all just messed up just like I I didn't like that I did not like that he was he was so but not a fun gremlin he was just I thought it was a fun gremlin I didn't like him I didn't like the way he moved it freaked me out and also funny didn't really have a whole lot to do with the fact that he like got crushed um, crushed I don't understand why like I mean I guess it's because like he's like low to the ground oh that's the only reason I could think of. And like his bones aren't in the proper places. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I didn't like him. He was freaky. Yeah. He was he was a weird little dude. Weird little dude. And we kept seeing like we saw a premonition of him getting his jaw just like snapped in half off of that thing. I was like, oh, we don't want that to happen. No. Um, also turns out it's important to make decisions in the proper way throughout the game. Um, yeah. Didn't know that. Which that's, that was like how um, Until Dawn was where like you have to do the right choices and everything to make sure to get everyone alive at the end. It's just like, you know, it's a pre, it's like a set predetermined thing of like, oh, do these specific things in order and you'll be potentially good. Because mm-hmm. you still got to do like QTEs and all that sort of stuff. Because we were so close. It's we that one time that I kept messing up that QTE, and then we realized that we weren't even doing it right anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much easier once we did it the proper way. So much easier. My mm-hmm. button pr- prompts were like a cakewalk then. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. So we lost one person just because like our dialogue choices weren't proper. Proper. But even then, like, only losing one person is not bad, considering how we thought we were going to do at the beginning of being like, oh, everyone's dead. Yeah, everyone's dead. <laughs> everyone's going to die. Which I guess it is important to note that, like, we end the game in the burned out house. Yeah, so everything kind of comes full circle. Yes. Um, also, the guy from the bar keeps following us around and being like, yo, are you okay, dude? Like, mm-hmm. 
what are you are you are you good can i help you um we're like no leave us alone you're in league with the monsters um, potentially could have shot him if we had the gun that's horrific and i didn't realize that, that was an option that's why we got rid of the gun yeah i mean like the only time that we had a weapon the weapon came in handy but um Having a gun is a terrible idea. Yeah, like you find a gun early on and it's like, all right, do you want to keep this? And it's like, no, get rid of this. Because we had seen no. like a couple of premonitions that featured the gun. It's like, this seems kind of bad. And all of the premonitions, someone was about to die. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't think this is good. I don't think this is good. No, so you had Angela get rid of the gun. Yep. Uh, smart move. Yeah. Very smart move. Turns out. Turns out, um, smart move. Had you kept the knife and was able to stab the little tonguey thing off Taylor at one point. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Even though she died. Rip. Yeah, ripperoni. Um. But yeah, you get you get to the 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 burned out house and all of them are there. Mm-hmm. All of the creepy monsters are there. Yeah. Um. And then you go upstairs because, like, the little girl is there as well and leads you up there and you go back to the past one more time and that's where you can make your decision of, like, do you blame the kid Mary, Mary as the progenitor of being the witch the witch and everything? Or do you go with the reverend who's been basically doing this all on his own? Who is very clearly the bad guy. Yes, very clearly. <laughs> very clearly the bad guy. Uh, and, like, obviously we picked... Let's let's throw this reverend under the bus because like that guy. Mm-hmm. Also, like, don't use religion to murder people, but whatever. And then turn uh, out. Oh look! Look at his Bible. Look at all these demonic things in his Bible. Oh no! The additions. Oh no! <laughs> Who put That's this not supposed margina- to be there. <laughs> Who put this marginalia here? This isn't right. Who put? Who took notes in my Bible? That's not mine. I can't read. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're like, um, so what's all this? And he's like, ah, oh, d- hmm, hmm. Yep. And then creepy child is like, thank you. I could not have survived this without you. Like, they oh, all have I stupid, They have stupid accents. <laughs> I like the first time you go back to the past, they're like, I don't even think they were speaking American. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so we, we chose to not murder a child because that seems like a, a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I'm still confused by the fact that there was like a demon hanging out with, with the uh, Megan at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and like told her to set the fire, but then that's never addressed again. Allegedly. Allegedly, it's never addressed again, or allegedly that's what happened. Allegedly, it's a demon. I mean, it had creepy fingers with like. It did, claws. but also like, how do we know that's real or not? I mean, I, we don't know, but how? How? Why would they show it if it weren't important? To make you think, oh, look at this spooky demon story. Look at this creepy kid. Look at this creepy kid. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of a like hokey thing to do. If like I, I would like leave it up to interpretation of like having her talk to herself. 
Right. And and then like put the doll down and leave the whole creepy demon standing next to her thing out. Um, because then when you have the whole like, oh, Mary that looks just like her is going through all this witch thing, you're gonna be like, Well, is she actually like was Megan actually under the same influence? What's happening here? Um, instead of it just being like, Oh, there was a demon here. Ooh. I think it's more aligned that like they want you to suspect the the kid at first. Yeah. And have that in your mind before you kind of begin to realize what actually is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, it is confirmed that the doll is what set the house fire, which we knew, but right. Um, we found a, a newspaper that was like, "Oh yes, Anthony was arrested initially, but he was let go because they realized that the doll set the fire and not him." Mm-hmm. And the paper said, "Burn in hell." <laughs> yep. Yikes. Very spooky. But yeah, um, you go back to the past, do all that, and then you're you're able to come back and like everything is kind of okay. Like this is like the part where like if you're able to to make everyone survive, they'll all leave, or if people die, they'll die here. Yeah, they so haven't already died before. Everybody was walking out, and then like a thing fell, and Taylor was stuck behind, and then like her little hang-bodied monster tongue thing was like, broke her neck. Yep. And then we got sad, and then we left. Yeah, he he got he got very sad. After that, like uh, Vince, the guy you keep seeing perusing around the town, shows up, and it's just like. Hey, go to the diner. You'll be able to get help there. Does the phone and everything. Also, don't ever come back here. He also, like, tells him, like, that he doesn't blame him, right? Yeah. So, like, you, you get everyone over to the, the diner, and that's where you get the big reveal. Big reveal. Big reveal. That uh, old Andrew is actually the bus driver. He was the bus driver the whole time. And he's actually Anthony from the, the prologue. Yep, he survived the fire. The survivor the fire. of the fire. He just only had a burnt ear. Um, and then also everyone else didn't exist. Yeah, none of those existed. They were all just figments of his imagination. Like, you get to see some scenes of him just, like, calmly, casually walking through the town and Vince is like, bruh, are you alright? Like, like, what is happening to you? Can I help you? Like, all these spooky things are happening in his head, but like, none of that's actually there. He's just calmly walking through town and um, Vince was uh, his sister's boyfriend mm-hmm. um, who is who is still very sad about that. Yeah. Um but yeah, he forgave us. But yeah, it's it's wild seeing like the the scenes of him just like walking through the town, like it's all bright, everything's fine. I was like, that that's not what we experienced. No. But imagine like being Vince and seeing this guy, and you're like, um, what do I do? Yeah. Like, what's Yikes. going on here? So like, imagine if he just like try to shoot at him or something. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that'd be real messed up. He would be real messed up. But yeah, he's he's apparently just dealing with the trauma of the the family, and David shows a flashback to the beginning where the cop and the cop like looks in the bus is like, "There's nobody in here." Okay. Alrighty. 
keep going, buddy. I'm like, he should have done a breathalyzer on him because, like, something was obviously wrong. Look, small town cop has more important things to do, like stand at that detour. Yeah. Put people through this creepy town. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if the town was actually, like, abandoned. I guess it was because, like, the mill thing, like, the, the factory shut down. The factory was shut down, like, that police station was abandoned. Right. That I went to. You went to, like, a school and a grocery store that probably seemed abandoned. They were. So, so I would assume so, it's, like, something of that nature. Well, because a lot of small towns, like, once the, the factory or the mill or whatever was there shuts down, like, it, the town basically dies. The so, town just goes with it, yeah. Yeah, so that might have been what happened there. And, like, Vince is just, like, a, a, a lingerer there that he just can't let it go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, didn't didn't know that we were just casually walking through a town. Didn't feel like we were casually walking through a town. Maybe nobody, it was pretty casual. Nobody was real. Um, kind of weird that he like imagined his adopted sister and his adopted brother like kind of dating. But, you know, whatevs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they did like a Greg and Marsha Brady type thing. <laughs> I guess they were step and not like adopted, but whatever. Same same thing, you know. Um, It was spooky. Too spooky. Too spooky. spooky. For Al. And then I was looking at like, what are the alternate endings? And none of them are good. Yeah. Like you can commit suicide from the guilt get arrested get arrested Vince calls the cops on you just continue to be sad to be fair I mean we were sad in the end but we kind of like I guess we forgave ourselves because Vince forgave us I guess um yeah I guess if you're like doing stuff like shooting at Vince and stuff yeah you probably should get the cops called on you it's fair that's that's legit that's totally fair but yeah, this entire thing was him just trying to cope. And maybe scared. A real wild way to, to figure out how to cope. And also, yes, you were very scared. So scared. Um. So I've been trying to figure out a few things. Like, apparently you can, like, straight up murder Mary at one point, which, yikes. Right. Um, but, like, I've already mentioned I had issues with, like, the demon at the beginning. That, that was weird. They just put that in and didn't address it um but also like he is apparently he is a bus driver because he's got the bus driver uniform and a bus and a bus but like does he just normally casually drive his bus around with nobody in it or like was he on a route and then once the guy said little hope he's like oh right i have these people i gotta take like where did the break there happen well like when they they show that flashback at the very end and the police officer mentions little hope you can see like he has like this like oh 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 oh, oh kind of moment yeah I so I, I wonder if like that's the break or if like there was just a break already there or whatnot um but it, like it could possibly just be like he mentions little hope and having to go there and his, his everything just like crumbles Shut. for him. 
Yeah. Cause he was just going straight and wasn't going to have to go by there and was like mm-hmm. maybe going to a route to pick up somebody or something. Potentially. And I was just like, what, what, what is the, the thing that got us here? Yeah. Who knows? Ghost got us here. Ghost, spoofy ghost that kept grabbing at us and yelling at freaking. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was scary. <laughs> at least it was um, tempered by me laughing about the dump truck and in, in the middle of the curator popping up. True. That's pretty funny. Good things to have. Yes. Laughs and dump trucks. <laughs> and then we got to see Ashley Tisdale in the burnt out house. Yep, which was weird. I was like, wait a minute. This is from the next game. Yeah, this doesn't have like, anything to do with this. What is this? Oh, that's Ashley Tisdale. <sighs> Get a little tease. Yep, so eventually we'll play that one and I'll probably be super scared again. Mm-hmm. But then, not, not now. And then we'll see whatever the fourth game is going to be about. The devil in me. Nicholas Cage. It features an automated mannequin created from human body parts. Oh, what? That's apparently what it says. That's what the trailer shows at the end of that game. What? So there's that. <laughs> Things to look forward to. Yay! In the, hey, in the future, you get to look forward to me screaming more. Yes. I don't know. Maybe it won't be as spooky next time. Ah. 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 I mean, it's probably going to still be spooky. I don't. I don't doubt that you will not be as spooked. I will probably be super spooked still. Ah. <laughs> I. I. It's just who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> But anyways, I think that's uh, going to do it for us. Yeah, we we got sufficiently spooked. You didn't get spooked. You were fine the whole time. But I got sufficiently spooked. I was very sufficiently spooked. Too spooky. Well, if you would like more from us, head on over to seasonallanimatecheckup.com or saz.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early. And a wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll do something, maybe some catch up, like we said last week, about some stuff we played in the interim. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be something else entirely again. Who knows? Also, what? Not this week, obviously, when we're recording. Yep, so it doesn't but- count. We got to talk-, talk about it next week. <laughs> No, your birthday. <laughs> your birthday is going to be t- come, like in the middle of 
of our recording stuffs or release dates. So anyway, True. Jared was born. Yay. Forthcoming born. Forthcoming born. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you, my Yay. friend. Yay. <laughs> Everybody say happy birthday, Jared. It's true. Or or else or else. Or else I'll fight him. That's right. Mm-hmm. You don't want a tiny scared girl to come fight you. No, you don't. 